Running a sustainable and profitable service-based business doesn't have to mean hustle and losing your creativity. But amongst the noise online, it can be hard to figure out what works and what doesn't. The Secret Weapon Diaries, hosted by veteran service provider Gabrielle Chipier, is your go-to resource for discovering the best methods to attract quality clients and charge what you're worth so you can get back to creating portfolio-worthy work that you love. And if you want more, visit secretweapon.club for access to free resources and a community of secret weapons just like you. So, let's get started. Hey, welcome to another episode of The Secret Weapon Diaries. I'm Gabrielle Chipier, and I help web designers build profitable and sustainable businesses so they can attract the best clients, charge what they're worth, and fall in love with their work again. Now, in this episode, we're going to talk about a question I received the other day from Megan, who is just starting out in her web design business. And Megan asked me, I'm just starting out in my freelance web design business, and while I have one good client, I need more to start making enough money to replace my agency job. So what did you do when you first started out, and how did you start getting new clients? Now, you're in luck today because I'm going to dive into some advice that doesn't hinge on posting on social media, trolling the job boards, making a Fiverr account, or responding to RFP requests you find on some like big government database. It just requires a bit of time and talking to people like human beings. So before we begin, if you'd like more resources and access to a community of other secret weapons just like you, just visit secretweapon.club and check out what I've got for you there. I think you'll like it. So when I got this question, I absolutely loved it because when I first started out in my business after having my first child, I literally did everything wrong. <laughs> now, knowing this would have saved me tons of time and a lot of frustration when I was first start trying to get those first clients into my project list and starting to build relationships with them. Now, this is going to be a pretty quick episode this week because there's really only one thing you need to be doing to get more clients and that's reaching out and building strong relationships with people who already know you. Now, right now you'll hear lots of stuff on about social media or funnels or passive income and all of those things, they take time and energy. And if you're an introvert like me, they might seem really appealing because it means that you don't have to do the scary thing that we all know we have to do, which is outreach. Now for years, I chased those like passive techniques because I was scared of doing direct outreach. I didn't want to be salesy. I didn't have a business mindset and I certainly didn't have the mindset that I needed to do outreach and sales. I was so, so scared of doing it. But if you want clients, the best way is to rip off that bandaid and start getting yourself a bit uncomfortable right from the beginning so that you don't get to that place of feeling stuck and stagnated because you don't have clients coming through your door on a consistent basis. So what exactly do I mean by outreach? So let's get down to what you need to actually do, like the actual actionable steps. <laughs> Now, the first thing you need to do is make sure that when anybody comes across you, they know that you're open for business. Now, that means adjusting your social media profiles everywhere to indicate what you do for a living. And if you have a website to make sure to include links to that website 
everywhere. Now, there should be no doubt in anyone's mind what you do. And you might think that you're being pushy or like spammy or salesy or whatever, but we need to like get that out of our minds right now because right now you need to build a sustainable business. You need to make some money and get some clients. So don't be worrying too much about that. Now, there should be no doubt in anybody's mind what you do. So you don't want to get creative here. When you're looking for clients and need to get your business and forward momentum, clear is always better than clever. I don't know how many times I've come across profiles that it's like I'm a design grand poobah or a magical unicorn design fairy or something. And that's not clear. That's not clear at all. So you need to state specifically that you are a web designer who does freelance web projects for small businesses who are looking to grow their lead gen, or you're a graphic designer who helps <clears throat> product-based businesses sell more of their products through eye-catching consumer research back design. Whatever it is, you need to be specific and clear. You'd be surprised how many people I have come across when, uh, when I visit their profiles, I have absolutely no idea what they're doing, or even if they're a professional at all. So I don't even know if I want to work with them, right? Now, some, some people argue with me, you know, my Facebook profile is just for my personal stuff. And I get it, I do. But if you're serious about growing your business and getting new clients, then you have to be committed to this and be okay with blurring the lines between your personal and professional life. If you need to, you can open a second Instagram account for your obsession with miniature ponies if you don't feel comfortable sharing that with people who might be looking to hire you totally fine. But right now the focus is on getting clients. So you need to make a few small sacrifices to get there. All right. Now you also want to make sure that it's really easy for anyone to follow up with you by adding links to booking a call or filling in a request form or visiting your website for more information. Don't make them hunt for ways to work with you. Make it easy as pie for them to click a link and take the next step. So make sure all of those links are in your profiles in prominent places. Now, oh, before I forget, if you hop on over to secretweapon.club, you can grab a free audiobook version of my book, Secret Weapon, which covers these topics and much, much more. So go grab your free copy today, all right? Okay, so now that your profiles are primed and anyone who comes across you is going to know for certain that you're open for business and exactly what you do, then comes the uncomfortable part. Now, I'm pretty positive that if I had actually done this when I first started out, my business would have been successful far sooner than it was because this was what I did when I turned around my business three years ago. And I can say that it absolutely works like gangbusters when you're committed to it and do it right. So the second thing you need to do is take out a piece of paper or a spreadsheet whatever your tool of choice is. Make a list of everyone you know who has a business, who works in your industry, or who you've had a professional relationship of some sort or another at one point in your career up to this point. Now, this could be absolutely anybody. Don't really hold yourself back. Just do a big brain dump of all of the names you can think of. Now, this could be other web designers you've worked with. It could be old bosses at past agency jobs. It could be people in your life who you know own businesses. Anyone you can possibly think of that either could be the one to hire you or could lead to someone they know being a client, right? So you got to think like a couple degrees of separation as well. 
Now, once you have that list, I want you to go through and rank them from one till 10. Now, one being the least likely to respond and help you out and 10 being the most likely to respond and like they love you and of course they'll send you work, right? So you're gonna go through that list starting from the tens and work your way down and reach out to each one of them directly. Now you're gonna go through your Rolodex. Wait, do we even use Rolodexes anymore? Anyway, like your Google contacts <laughs> and try to get their email address or connect with them on a professional platform. Now this would most likely mean LinkedIn. As much as I love Facebook and Instagram, LinkedIn has a more professional vibe to it and people go there with the express interest of their career and work. So it's far more likely you'll get a response there rather than competing with the latest meme or pictures of others' kids, right? And then from this day forward, now that you have everybody's contact info, you're going to reach out to at least three people every single day. Three people is easy to do. It doesn't take a long time and it just kind of builds a bit of momentum. I want you to write a personalized message that reminds them of how they know you and some of the history that you have together and breaks the ice a bit without being like too long or pandering. You don't want to be like, oh, I love you so much. You're amazing. You want to just, you know, reach out and connect with them on a personal level first. And then you want to just lay out your current situation while asking them if they have any projects or work or know of anybody else who would be a good fit for what you're doing. Now you don't need to overthink this part too much. So many people are looking for that perfect template or that perfect response or that perfect email that they'll send that is just gonna get everybody to say yes automatically. That doesn't exist, let me tell you. When I first started doing this, I simply said, hey, um, I offer web design and graphic design for small businesses who want to take that part of their marketing off their plates. Some of the services I offer are e-commerce website creation, lead generation for websites, visual branding and logo creation, uh, print design and packaging design. Now I'd love to work with you on any projects you may have coming up, or if you aren't looking for anything for yourself, would absolutely love a recommendation or referral to anyone you know in your network you feel would be interested. And then I would just include a link to my website and my portfolio and thank them for their time and sign off. I mean, each email I wrote probably took about you know, five to seven minutes or so because there was a few pieces in there that I could reuse. And yeah, I did hear a lot of crickets at the beginning, but it paid off in the end. I started getting more responses and referrals and in a matter of a few months, I was completely booked out. All it took was me getting over myself and getting a bit uncomfortable to do the outreach in the first place. Now, some of you may be thinking, well, I don't know anybody who fits this description or, you know, my network isn't big enough for this or I'm just starting out and I don't know and blah, 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 blah. But and to that, I say you're probably kidding yourself. We all know at least 100 people in our day to day. And I'm not saying reach out to like your friend's dog walker, right? This technique isn't confined to just emails and past professional relationships. You can make sure that everybody in your family knows what you do so that they can recommend you if it comes up. You can make sure that all of your friends know what you do so it comes up in their jobs or in their lives. They're fully aware that they can recommend you. All it takes is a bit of self-promotion, which I know is hard for introverts. I mean, we want to just hide. We want to do the work and we want to just have like clients magically come to us so that we don't have to do any of that icky salesy outreach stuff. But you need to have the willingness to keep going, even though you may not see results right away. Okay, so let's recap. If I had to start over tomorrow where I was 10 years ago, new baby, new business, didn't have any idea what I was doing, 
and I needed to get my clients fast, which I did at the time, this is exactly what I would do. First, I would make sure that all my profiles anywhere anyone could find me online were clearly set up so that anybody who found me knows what I did immediately, who I work with and how they can hire me like right away. I would make sure that they were clear and they weren't clever and that there were links to book a call, fill in a form or see a website where they could take the next step to working with me. The second thing I would do is to create a list of everyone I have ever worked with or knew in my life who either could be a client, owned a business or had connections that I wanted. I'd rate them from one to 10 on how likely they would be to work with me or to connect me with someone who would. And then I would get their contact info, maybe do a little bit of stalking and find them on LinkedIn and start reaching out to them personally. Then it's just a matter of keeping at it and not getting discouraged when it takes a bit of time to see a result from this. If you follow this process, you should start to see new clients coming in within a matter of, I'd say a couple weeks, and you'll be well on your way to getting a full roster of clients for your new web design business. Now, I wanna give a quick shout out to Megan who submitted this question to me the other day on Instagram. Thank you so much. I had a great conversation with you over there. And if you have a question you'd like to have answered on the show, you can email me at hello at gabriellechipyer.com or reach out on Instagram or Facebook and I'll make sure to answer your question either directly or in an upcoming episode. So if you're interested in going deeper on this and many, many more topics related to creating a sustainable and profitable web design business, I encourage you to go to secretweapon.club so you can get access to a ton of freebies and join a community of secret weapons just like you. So that's it for me for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you like this episode or got anything useful from it, please leave a comment, a review, or share it to let others know as well. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning into this week's Secret Weapon Diaries. Join me again next week as we continue discussing how you can grow a profitable and sustainable service-based business. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love to hear from you in the comments or in the reviews. If you'd like to go deeper, make sure to visit secretweapon.club and check out the free resources, plus access a community of secret weapons just like you.